Welcome to The Beacon, your connection to nonprofit success. Now here's your Lighthouse Council host. Hi, welcome to The Beacon Podcast, your connection to nonprofit success. I'm Karen Baldwin, your host for today's discussion on endowment development. Our guest today is David Snow, a senior consultant at Lighthouse Council. David brings more than four decades of experience in executive and development leadership in healthcare, education, and social services. He is an expert in annual support campaigns and endowment development strategy with the unique perspective of a staff member, a volunteer, and a major donor. Most recently, David served as chief development officer of the YMCA of Greater Houston for 10 years, doubling its annual campaign to nearly $8 million, significantly growing the endowment, and leading $50 million in capital campaigns. He previously led institutional advancement at the Dominican campus in Nashville, Tennessee, where he led three successful capital campaigns to fund campus extension. David currently serves on the board of John Paul II Preparatory School, the Advancement Committee for Aquinas College, and the Development Committee of the Diocese of Nashville. He currently serves on the Capital Campaign Cabinet of YMCA Blue Ridge Assembly, Black Mountain, North Carolina. Thank you for joining us today, David. We're so excited to have you on the Beacon Podcast. Well, thank you very much, Karen. I, uh, I really look forward to uh, sharing a few minutes about endowments. Endowments are uh, very critical to the nonprofit community and to the donor community. Well, speaking of endowments, David, let's get right to it. Please share with our listeners, what is the definition of an endowment? Well, an endowment fund is quite simply money set aside invested to earn revenue to fund some type of activity in future years. In general, the principal value of the endowment fund is kept intact, while the investment earnings are distributed dollars. Thus, an endowment fund can be permanently held, allowing donors to support causes they care about in perpetuity. Most endowment funds have three components, an investment policy, which outlines the type of investments allowed and gives restrictions to the investment manager in meeting return targets. They also have a withdrawal policy, which establishes the amount an organization or an institution is permitted to take out from the fund. And finally, a usage policy, identifying the fund's purposes and ensuring then that the grants made are inherent to the purposes uh, both appropriately and effectively. Within endowments, there can be three categories of endowment funds. True endowments are also known as restricted endowments, and these are the most common type of endowment. A restricted endowment has a principle that is held in perpetuity, while the fund's earnings are used as specified by the donor in an agreement with the endowment. An example would be possibly a scholarship established at a university. 
So the funds are set aside, the income from those funds and fund the scholarship on a yearly basis. Additionally, we have what are known as quasi-endowments, and this is also known as a board-designated endowment. Quasi-endowment funds are funded by the organization itself, and the principles may be used or granted at the discretion of the board. An example would be an unrestricted bequest given to an organization, and the board of the organization determines to place it into the endowment for future use. And the third type is a term endowment, an endowment created for a specific period of years or until a future event is known as a term endowment. After the term runs out or the event takes place, the principal may be expended. I had a major donor in Houston who put a 10-year term on the endowment. He wanted the funds to be expended during a 10-year period, but he wanted to allow the board to have an adequate amount of time to use it in the most effective manner. So that would be a term endowment. So endowments can be funded with either current donations or through planned gifts. And the organization's gift acceptance policy would apply to the donations. Thank you for sharing with us what constitutes an endowment and the nuances about the different types of endowments. Now, would you share with our listeners why it's important that a nonprofit have an endowment? A well-managed endowment sends a message of planned long-term stability for the organization. It speaks of its fiscal responsibility and its financial viability. It can relieve pressure on the annual fund as a source of revenue. It's a great start to a year to know that you have 5 or 10% of your funding needs already met. Colleges and universities have used endowment money to fund multiple types of activities, from programs to positions to scholarships to activities. Other nonprofits can as well. A named fund to underwrite the CEO position or facility maintenance fund would be examples. Uh, my only caution is, is in working with the donor to keep the definition as wide as possible. Because some activities that you might be doing today that they wish to underwrite, you might not be doing in the future. So an example would be a youth organization that's doing football at this point in time. They may just decide in 10 years or 15 years to discontinue football. I would ask the donor to specify it for youth sports activities so that we have some flexibility. The other option is, is to write into the agreement that if a specific program or specific position is discontinued, that the board then has uh, the discretion to use the funds in the most appropriate manner. So we want, we want to keep the agreement between the endowment and the donor. We want to honor the donor's desire and request, but we also don't want to hamstring the endowment in the future. 
In addition to meeting the needs of the organization, an endowment can help a donor meet their philanthropic goals. It can change the way the organization is viewed by the donor and opens the donor to consider larger gifts, legacy gifts. Having an endowment allows a donor to continue their support of the nonprofit past their lifetime. The endowment provides the donor with greater flexibility on the use of funds. It often allows the donor to make a larger gift by opening up more giving opportunities. It can provide significant tax benefits for the donor. One common misconception is that an endowment fund will hurt annual giving. Research has shown that this is not true, that they actually come from different sources of funds. Where the annual gift is generally from the individual's annual income, an endowment gift is generally from their assets. Research has shown endowment donors not only continue to support the annual fund, but often increase their annual support. Those are really important tips about establishing and managing endowments. Now, would you share with us, when should a nonprofit consider an endowment program? I believe if a nonprofit is 10 to 15 years old with a solid track record financially with proven program delivery, I think an assessment is in order. An assessment to determine if an endowment is appropriate for your organization, one would look to see if the CEO and CDO are both on the same page. Because endowment development, like all development, is a team effort. You would also want to check, do you have key volunteer buy-in on your board? And do you have the ability to manage the endowment? What is the capacity of your staff? Do you have those long-time loyal donors? Let me share a few characteristics of endowment donors. These are people who have strong belief in your mission of the organization. We would normally look for people who have contributed at least seven to eight years uh, continually. We've also found through research that the level of the contribution isn't as important as the length of their contribution. People who make endowments consider themselves middle class. They do not necessarily consider them wealthy. So therefore, we have a much wider range of potential donors than sometimes we think is out there. And yes. while the average age of an endowment contributor is in the 60s, the average age of a first will is 44. And 53% of the people make their first planned gift at the time of their first will, which means is that there's an opportunity to discuss uh, endowments with all age groups. And as you develop your communication pieces, you should have them specifically designed to relate to individual age groups. Additionally, people who use endowments often do not have children or grandchildren, or 
they have already made provision to take care of their children or grandchildren and are now thinking about the remainder of their estate. People who make endowment gifts actually see people like themselves making endowment gifts. When you uh, receive literature from organizations, you will often see that they are trying to show you that people like you are making those gifts. And that's uh, very important in our communication pieces. So a school of education would have a story featuring a teacher uh, who has now made an endowment gift so that it shows that people uh, of all uh, income stratas and all professions can use endowments to meet their philanthropic needs. And I think finally, people who make endowment gifts have been asked. All of fundraising, if people aren't asked, the likelihood of them making an endowment gift is quite rare. And in actuality, endowment giving is really more about advising them than it is asking. Because these people are already your most loyal supporters. Uh, they have already committed to your organization. So it's advising them on how to fulfill their philanthropic goals. So the key is ask advice. Amen. That's great information, David. Thank you again for joining us today on the Beacon Podcast. You've shared some wonderful insights. You can follow David on LinkedIn or read these thoughts on the Lighthouse Council blog at lighthousecouncil.com backslash blog. Thank you for listening to the Beacon Podcast, your connection to nonprofit success. Thanks for listening to The Beacon, your connection to nonprofit success. Tune in every week for nonprofit topics with special guest interviews. Suggest future topics and learn more about upcoming podcasts and guests at lighthousecouncil.com.